This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up? Real MVPs, Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlick. Ricky, if you need a beard to cry into, you can cry into my full, thick beard. Well, the one that you used to have? Yeah, the one I used to the have. The one that you used to have? Yeah, the one yeah. I used to have. Welcome in, though, to the Rick and Johnny podcast, the special movie review edition. As uh, Johnny and I went ahead and saw another movie. This is our third movie review for 2019. I feel proud of us. Three, my lord. Uh, yeah, three, my lord. Keep bringing that uh, up now. But I feel proud of us because 2018, I've said this before, kind of an off year for us. Yeah, we had a lot of movies planned and it just didn't uh, work We out. had a whole slew of movies planned and we went to like two of them. I know. Um, we're 2017, we were jam-packed and we were going to movies every time. It feels good to be back on the movie yeah. train because I like going to see movies with you. I like doing these movie reviews for the MVP nation out there the the real mvps basically yeah i like doing the movie reviews and watching movies along with you guys today what johnny and i went and saw this weekend how to train your dragon 3 the hidden world and if you're new to a movie review how we do things is we start in a non-spoilery mode and we kind of sit there and talk about it and then depending on how much we have to say we then move on into a spoiler mode if you've also seen alita or Glass, you can also check out our 29 reviews for those movies as well. Before we get into everything, though, make sure to check us out on patreon.com backslash most valuable podcast. That is, we can't do these movies reviews. We can't even go see these movies Mm-mm. without the support of our patrons. That's how uh, times are, man. Like, more money, more problems. Uh, we can't see these movies without our patrons. So thank you guys for the support. Also, make sure to go on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to rate and review the Rick and Johnny podcast. And then also hit that sub button on YouTube. We're over 15,000 now. Make sure we can grow higher and higher each and every day. But Johnny, how to train your dragon three, the hidden world. I'll let you start. What were your just non-spoilery thoughts about this movie. For an animated movie, it actually had a lot of great visual effects. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like... It was different than Alita. Alita, yeah. Whereas yeah. like it's supposed to be based in the real world. There was one mm-hmm. scene, and I won't wanna, I'll save it for spoiler yeah. mode, but you can probably know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. when I say it almost seemed like a panoramic of a real shot of the yes, world. exactly. Um, where me with this one... Here's the thing I thought of early on. Yes. Um, and without giving away spoilers, obviously, we're in the non-spoiler se- section. I questioned or I'm going to bring up in spoiler mode um, a big critique of many of the critics um, that it seems to be out there. And I thought the same thing of their critique. So the critique that's out there mm-hmm. is that the story wasn't strong enough. Um and I'll be honest, going in, I had that same kind of thought to where when we saw the trailer, I saw bad guy, dragons in Basically, cages. you saw the same thing as the first two. Well, I I turned to you and said, are they just giving us the third one, but they're trying to find a hidden world? Like, is that what they're giving us? Like, yeah. I remember I mean, the second one, the guy putting dragons in cages. Why am I seeing that again? 
Yeah. The thing I will say, and this is not spoilerly, I'll get into why exactly I believe this in the spoiler section. The thing to me that drives this film is its antagonist role. Yeah. Where, yes, if you look at the trailer, it might seem the same as number two. Mm Mm-hmm. But the villain is so much different, men- the mentality of him, that it brought a uniqueness to me to the film that on top of the visual aspects, the villain was so strong to where it actually, like, he actually com- was a, and I'll get into why, was actually a good opponent to Hiccup mm-hmm. and made Hiccup actually think throughout the movie. Yeah, no, it was great. It, um, it it it's what drove. You're right. It's what drove the mm-hmm. movie. And y- when you bring it up, that yeah, it did seem like it was like the same, ex- almost same exact formula as two mm-hmm. until you actually go see the movie. Yeah, and of course the ending is the ending. But any final thoughts before we get into? Kind of hard not to because we're like we even said this with Alita. We're kind of dancing a. Uh, a, a fine, fine line. line here. So spoiler mode isn't as long as it used to be. Um, when we first started this, yeah, non-spoiler mode. Yeah, spoiler mode is freaking forever. Uh, um, I mean, at least it's not Logan. No, Lo- <laughs> I think is Logan technically still our longest. I think it is because that one was like what an hour or something. Yeah, let me look it up really quick. We, I do this every week. We have it. Well, since you're doing that, yeah, I, I should, Logan. I should in case you haven't this. watched that one, we basically in spoiler mode walk through the whole movie for you guys. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to understand with that one, I had it was our first movie review. Yes, I had just watched um, Kevin Smith do his review of Batman v Superman, mm-hmm. and we did it the same way where we walked through bullet point by bullet point the entire movie. We may have had too many bullet points because we literally just described the whole movie during. We that. haven't done well, and that's the same thing. Avengers was an hour three. Ooh, that's cut. Infinity close. War. Um, Black Panther was an hour eight. Oh, let's see. So hour eight for Black Panther. I'm trying to see hour three for Spider-Man. Notice their Marvel films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hour 17 for Logan. Yeah. Still hour our top. 17 for Logan. Our shortest review has been, let's see, Hitman's Bodyguard at 37, 33 American made Geostorm 27. Geostorm might be the lowest the more I think about it. We might want to make that a... Uh, oh, God. Either Geostorm or Super Troopers, too. We might want to make that, uh, maybe for this year, another Wor- category. Yeah, a worser movie, The Mummy or Geostorm. Check out our uh, movie rewards <laughs> that we did two oh. years ago. But here's where we're going to go into spoiler mode. So if you haven't seen How to Train Your Dragon 3... Hit pause. We'll be waiting here. Go see it. You can come back. We will still be here ready to talk spoiler mode about the movie. So if you haven't gone and seen it, go and see it now. All right, Johnny, let's jump into it. So what I was doing there is... Dramatic pause? Here's what I wanted, and this is... I am taking this... I took this just now from... uh, a podcast that I listen to, mm-hmm. kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and what they will do is in the middle of their podcast, they'll just be talking like us and then stop. 
and do that. So my goal right there on that pause or for you to pause was and... if you are an audio listener, if I got to if I got you to check your phone to see if the audio shut off, I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, gotcha. That's basically the whole crux of it is uh, a pregnant pause to make the audio listeners Keep them on their toes a little oh, bit. I'm sorry. I thought it was a uh, courtesy. Because on YouTube, they're just looking at me looking silly. I was pointing at the camera. I was just staring down. at that pose. And then uh, it's for the audio listeners to keep you guys on your toes a little bit. You guys probably were like, wait, what's going on with my phone? No, it's still working. Oh, there it is. Ricky's just being an asshole. Um, but How to Train Your Dragon 3, spoiler mode. What do you want to get into first? Mm. Oh, I can t- tell... Now tell them like, what that scene was. So they found the hidden world. It's this mm-hmm. beautiful panoramic panoramic of like a full circle waterfall. Mm-hmm. And when they panned around the whole thing, I'm like, holy shit, this is like a fucking nature documentary. Mm-hmm. When they went around it, because I'm like, and then when my eyes went, are going funny. I'm like, and then when they went through everything, that was like beautiful the caverns, too. And then they get there and it's like, pop, here's this color. Yeah, the dragon starts glowing too because mm-hmm. it's like a iridescent um, glow Light. in the dark mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that apparently the dragons have hidden mm-hmm. patterns on their scales. And exactly, stuff. which is really cool mm-hmm. and like beautifully done. No, the, I agree. The little dragonlings like this big, yeah, firefly dragons, and, like more dragons than you've seen in any of these other films. Mm-hmm. No, for me it was. And here's the thing I want to kind of throw out there is mm-hmm. now that we're in spoiler mode, I can ask you about it. Is visually the movie was great. Yes. Especially like that when they find the hidden world and you see that panoramic, even when you first get to Birch right away and you see all the freaking dragons. It's like Burke with a K, whoa, by the way. Burke. Um, where you're sitting there going, whoa. Yeah, with the, that the is built cool. up houses and all that yeah. stuff and all the vibrant colors like or that. Or even like the fight scene at the beginning. It was like, oh, that's kind of. In retrospect, too, mm-hmm. that ahead. was kind of uh, foreshadowing of what the hidden world would look like. All oh, the, vi- they did the same, bright, vibrant yeah. colors and everything. They did the same thing. I didn't even realize that. I didn't that. think so either. Or I didn't realize it till just now. Let's see. How to Train Your Dragon 3. I got to pull it up so the so you question can I can it. ask you. Yeah. So, with the critics, because yet again, we don't really, with us, we don't really read reviews. No, Um, I don't. We come up with our own thing. But the thing that I am astonished by Mm -hmm. is how there are some critics that gave this a poor score. And the thing I will say, for the critics that gave the poor score, they all hit on the same thing. I thought about it, too, at the beginning. Yes. But I will tell you why I changed that towards the end. So I'll only read a couple. So the first one, Daniel M. Kimmel from the New England Movies Weekly. Those who do recognize the thinness of the script may not find the vivid animation is enough to overcome. I'll read one more. I'll just read two. Short sample size. Um, Adam Graham of the Detroit News. The How to Train Your Dragon movies were respected the two, the first two garnered nominations for Best Animated Feature, but the third chapter doesn't garner more than a polite appreciation. And most of them go on to, like Gary Walcott, screw it, I'll read a third. It's hard to watch a great movie concept sputter stall and then drop from the sky harder than one of the animated dragons in Freefall. 
a lot of them ragging on the story. And originally I was thinking, yes, it is. If you take the story with what it is, Mm -hmm. it's not that mind blowing of a story where enemy comes, drives you away. Oh, you got to find this. Oh, I'm living up to my father's legacy. Oh, I am dealing with a friend who has found a true love. The story isn't in depth, but the thing that I really liked was on top of the vivid animation, on top of the comedy that you get, to me, the strongest part of this film, and this is going to lead into the ending of this podcast, so I'm going to spoil that a little bit without saying Mm -hmm. it, the villain. The villain to me was so strong in this because, yes, you didn't get a ton of backstory. You didn't need a ton of backstory. Mm. All you needed was I killed Night Fury or I killed a Night Fury. This is why I became who I am. And that scene when Grimmel comes to see Hiccup in his own house sits in his father's throne. That was kind of like a yo, bro. I'm coming at you. I don't care about you. I'll sit in your father's throne. I'll make myself all at home here because this is Mikasa. Mikasa Sukasa, or in this case, Sukasa Mikasa, is basically what Grimmel was saying. And then basically blows the whole place up. Says, mm-hmm. hey, dragons, boom, get this. And they blow everything up. That to me was what made this film the villain and how it wasn't an easy road for Hiccup. No. He had to lead his people away. Then when Grimmel got toothless, the whole thing of like, hey, the the dragons will save him. Oh, no, they won't because Grimmel isn't afraid to point that harpoon right at the Light Fury and say, hey, toothless, you or her who you want to save. Mm. And that to me was the best part was the villain was so strong and kind of carried the story. Like, yes, there were holes in the story. It wasn't a strong script in my mind, but the characters and how would they were portrayed, even hiccup kind of came across and it was their job to bring this script to life. They didn't have a lot to work with in it, Mm -hmm. but they brought it to life. And with the animations, with the, performances that we saw, I thought it was a good movie. I didn't think it was like the 2.5s that I'm seeing from most of those critics that thought the script was dull. Yeah, no, I agree with um, a lot of what you're saying. Like, the critics are looking at it from, like, a vague basis of a storyline. When you get into the more detailed parts of it, Mm -hmm. it makes for the story. Mm -hmm. That's like, like you said, you have a very strong antagonist, which pushes the protagonist to be develop as a character mm-hmm. in this case. So you have um uh why did I not have Cuz he's here? dealing with Grimmel. some turmoils. Yeah, he's dealing with like becoming a leader mm-hmm. and like kind of starting off in that way. But then you have Grimmel which is a foe that you never meet. And you don't need a ter- you don't need terribly much of his backstory because mm-hmm. his motivation is I, I want to sl- kill the light Fury. I killed all the other night Furies. Mm-hmm. This is this is my this is my hunt. Yeah, he's a hunter <laughs> or the bright fury, light fury. Yeah, we'll go. Yours we'll go is better. Yours, yours is better. Um, but like I can, I can see like what you just said with him becoming a leader. Yeah, like 
I could see the person that sits there and goes, there's no thickness. There's no substance to the story. Like, it's a very thin basis of things. Like, yes, becoming a leader, but we don't dive into much. Like, we dive into him and his father, but, like, there is so much going on with Hiccup where you guys think about this. He's a leader. But then you've got the pressure from, what is it, Gobber um, to marry... Um, yeah, I think it's Gobber. Let me see. I'm for looking at Gobber, I have the thing up. I, I do too. So for yeah, I think it's Gobber, Gobber to very to marry not Astrid, that was his mom. I think it no, was no Astrid. Was it Astrid? Yeah. Um, to marry Astrid, that's one. Yeah. And then you have Jonah Hill's character of uh, Snotloot, who he is constantly like, "Hey, we should do this. Hey, we should do this. Hey, we should do this. Hey, we should do this." Hey, that is challenging authority. He is the challenge authority uh, guy of like yeah. I'm the great warrior. Yeah, he had a little rivalry with uh Kit Harrington's character. Who died and made you chief. Exactly. <laughs> um but it's like so you've got that. So you've got marrying Astrid, then also the pressure of because that would get annoying after a while. Mm-hmm. Then the one that they actually went into of him having to Kind of fill in, like, my foot is going into my dad's footsteps. Yeah. And I've got to fill in for that. It's him, like, trying to lead him like his father would in, to some degree. But also it's kind of like the, and you could say the, yes, it's been done before, but, like, the storyline of, like, the dad, like, Black Panther, the way that T'Challa's dad ran things is not how is running things. Exactly. Where... T'Challa's dad hid Wakanda from the world. T'Challa, Opened we are going up. to help the world. We are opening Wakanda to the world. And that's kind of like the same thing with instead of fighting the dragons and the dragons are our adversary, we are going to help the dragons and we are going to live as one. Yeah, which actually kind of like does a dual version of that. Mm hmm. Because it does that in the beginning, and that he's like he's helping the dragons, he's saving dragons, and mm-hmm. he's tra- training dragons. But then it comes to the point of like at the end where it's like we have to let all the dragons go mm-hmm. because it, it becomes like the full, out like full. Finally, I'm trying to think of the word for it. Full circle. Full circle of becoming the leader, but like the true leader of like we can't mm-hmm. just keep these dragons here. Yeah. They're not safe here, and I need to be. We need to do what's right for them too, and that's like full out leader at that point. I want to ask you this question. I yeah. asked you it after we saw the movie, but I want to ask you, obviously, on the podcast. Yeah, is how it ended. So Hiccup taking his kids to go see um, Toothless. Yeah, and you see Toothless has kids as well. There's a lot of people saying, like, oh, this is the final chapter of the movie. Yes, this is the final chapter of this trilogy. Yes. I can't help but think a couple years down the line, we get a fourth. We get the next set of where Toothless's son then tries to do the same thing and reunite. Because I think that the end goal with How to Train Your Dragon Mm – to where the to me the story is not complete until dragons and humans are living together. Yeah. Or is it a well that didn't happen for us in real life, so it's not going to happen. It's in why the we story. don't have dragons today exactly. because we still haven't gotten like. Mm-hmm. 
Or is that what they're going with? Or do you think in be. a couple years we see a new How to Train Your Dragon? You know, trilogy? they set it up so they can go either way with it, where mm-hmm. it ended very nicely, where, yeah, like Hiccup still goes and visits um, Toothless. Toothless, but it's like they're not... It's not like, yeah, come back with us now. It's mm-hmm. none of that. Like, yeah, he's still flying on Toothless and all that. And they're still flying their dragons because mm-hmm. they came to visit. But it's not like, yeah, we're reuniting. The world's ready for dragons. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, I miss my friend. I want to see him. him. I want to see him again. Yeah. And that was a nice, like, reunion for the ending of it. But it does set it up for, like, yeah, we can. So, like, they're not like, okay, we're done. Mm-hmm. No, it's like. If we feel like it, if we can't find another one to like make money off of like this, mm-hmm. then yeah, we can uh, we can do that. Yeah, and I mean, all like the only reason I think that though mm-hmm. is because a money exactly it brings in money, um, but number two is basically the next thing that I can think of is what if there's a threat to the hidden world. Toothless comes back to find Hiccup because, let's say, some bad guy found the hidden world. And now all the dragons need to go somewhere else. That would be the greatest way to, like, introduce that. Or they could just leave it and, hey, it's a happy ending. Exactly. Could. The great, if they're going to do that, I think a great way to introduce, like, bringing mm-hmm. Hiccup coming back to the world. Or no, Hiccup. Um, Toothless. Toothless. Is you just hear the screech of that Night Fury and the mm-hmm. poof, and Hiccup comes running outside like, the Night Fury. Yeah. Like he hasn't seen Hiccup in mm-hmm. years. Or a Light Fury. Or a Light Fury, whatever. I think it'd be I think it would be mm-hmm. um I think it would be toothless. The kids are back to the see kids him. are interesting because they had four little draggling draglings. Was that three? I thought they had four. I thought it was three. Whatever. Two white and black were even the little one was like and yeah. shot it and then shot it and then flew through it. Th- flew through it to turn invisible. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, for me, this one was one where while watching it, I'm like there's not a lot to dissect with this movie. It no. was a pretty straightforward. Like its runtime, yeah, it was like a two hour movie, but it didn't feel like no, it didn't. Which it is a good thing. It wasn't even two hours. It was like an hour forty four. But still, it's good when with it doesn't credits, feel like it's that. It's two hours. With credits, I'll yeah, say it's two which hours. Which interesting enough, we poked fun at this was there was only one song. In the whole movie? In the whole movie. Yes, Remember? Right. There's only in one the song credit in the whole movie. There was only one movie. Um, one song. <laughs> but yeah, like, there wasn't a lot story-wise. Like, it was a pretty straight-through story. There was no real twists or anything, I would no. say. Like, the thing about the story, too, and I could see how people might rag on this, of it was a little predictable. So, like, when they were going, it's like, oh, well, of course. Okay, he's going to follow them. Mm-hmm. He, this guy is really freaking smart. Yeah. Um, and he knew exactly like, oh, they can't do. That was a funny thing. Well, they can't go east because they'll run these people. They can't go here. Then they also have to fly short distances because Night Furies can't fly that wrong, long. So that means they could only go east. No, west, you idiot. West. They're going west. <laughs> That There's was only the, one direction because they can't go north because Night Furies can't st- stand can't the cold, go cold for long. They can't go south because of this. They can't go east because of this. Where are they going? East? No, they're going west. They're going west, you idiot. But I mean. How are you guys conquerors? Yeah, and that to me is like, yeah, there's not enough here. But visually it was good. I wasn't bored through it. No. Um, 
And also, like I said, the antagonist is really what drove this one through and through. Is there anything that you think we're missing? Because, like, this not, is one where... Really. Oh, I'll ask you that. No. Is, uh, did you think they were going to get married at the end? Yeah. And did you cry when they got married? No. Because I thought I saw you wiping your eye No, my eye movie. itched. <laughs> thought I saw you wiping that eye. You can say it itched all you want. So here's what we do at You're the, the end. One. Were you surprised that they got married? No. I just wanted it to sounded, ask it to be. It no. Sa- no, it sounded like you gasped at them. Like, what? It's pretty obvious. Yeah, they were gonna they were gonna get there. Um, but here's what we do here at the end. So MVP, we give a show stealer at the end of each movie. It's basically our MVP. We dub it. Johnny gives an MVP. I give an MVP. Then all of these show stealers are put into a basket, and then they could be nominated. Well, from there. We pick a few nominations at the end of the year for our show stealer of the year. Usually if they're double, if then we have they go right in we'll, there. If we have enough of a male-female um, show stealer of the year, yeah. so far we are split. We have one male, one female for show stealer of the year. Glass, we both gave it to John McAvoy. Alita, we both gave it to Rosa Salazar. Johnny, I'm letting you go first because I'm not throwing it to myself. For How to Train Your Dragon 3. The Hidden World. Who's your show stealer? I'm going to give it to Jay Barachel. Barachel? As Hiccup. Yeah. I don't you're, know how to pronounce his last name. You're not going to go Toothless? No. Because I thought about it at the beginning. Like, halfway through the movie, I'm like, can we give it to Toothless? The only reason I'm not doing it is because Toothless didn't develop as much as Hiccup did. Okay. To, in but my you opinion. thought about giving it to Toothless. Oh, I did. But I'm giving it to Hiccup. Because Toothless drove the movie. I Let's mean, be honest. Without he drives the franchise too, doesn't he? It's a hard he? movie to have without him. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, because there's, there's a lot more development of Hiccup in this whole movie. Mm-hmm. And that's thanks to, I'm going to say, your, um, what I think your. Uh, yeah, my show still, I'll say F. Murray Abraham um, as Gribble. Thank you. He just was so they know. the antagonist of it. To me, he did a great job. He yeah. was no, I agree. phenomenal in this. And like, yes, Hiccup was great, but like, there was he was not the driving force like Abraham as Grimmel was the driving yeah. force in this and made the movie to me better. Like if Grimmel wasn't in it, then I probably would have been on the side of um, some of the critics and maybe given it a score lower than what I'm giving it. Yeah. Oh, you want my score now? Yeah. OK. Well, just in general, because I got to fix the camera. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I. Agree with you. He did drive the movie. It's why, like I said, made Hiccup a better um, and or protagonist, as well as helped him develop into the leader. He finally was at the end of the movie. But and for our audio listeners, they're like, "What's going on?" Yeah, camera shut off. I got to get up yeah. and turn it on and off again. Um, so that's why I was away from the mic. But yeah, just any final thoughts with these show stealers before we no, do give let's our... go on into our. So, uh, how we do it is we give a Ratings. rating out of five. Are we doing dragons for this one? I mean, unless you got something else. No, I don't have anything. I thought I had something, but I didn't. So we're going to give it dragons. out of five dragons. I will go first, Johnny. Yes, So you part will. of me feels like I'm being too courteous to this movie. Really? But. I don't think so. Well, because like I said, the script and the story, I could see how some people could see it as kind of thin. Um, 
But to me, I was not bored. It was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. The antagonist was, to me, really good. And visually, it was stunning. I'm going to go with a four out of five. It was good, not great, not okay. It was good. Four out of five. Four dragons out of five for the hidden world. What are you saying? Give it a four dragons out of five. No. No elaboration. You want elaboration? No, I I don't want to give elaboration. elaboration. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That's the point of a podcast. Uh, no, I mean, like you said, it, it wasn't like the strongest like story, but it wasn't flat. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't a, uh, Valerian. It's also a change of pace of what we normally watch seen so far. Yeah. But also like it, it, I wasn't bored throughout it. I wasn't mm-hmm. like wait, looking at my watch, waiting for it to be over. Mm-hmm. I liked the movie all the way through. I had my attention all the way through and the visual effects were st- like, even though I know, yeah, it's anime. I get it. It was the st- effects were stunning when they purposely mm-hmm. made it like that. They wanted it to be. I wish we saw it in three D. Yeah, especially the seeing the dragons world, mm-hmm. the lost, the hidden yeah, world. Yeah, that was one. If we didn't see it so late, we could have saw it. In 3D. Yeah, exactly. But it, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, and that was one. The reason why we Ended saw up- it so late was Dave and I had to record a Patreon podcast yeah. for our Patreon segment for the fast break on that Friday. But um, also to add to why my review is um, the strong antagonist Grimmel f- uh, making the the protagonist become even stronger than you've seen in the other series mm-hmm. help drive the whole story. Kind of raising them up. Exactly. It, it takes that opponent to kind of make you up your game exactly. a little bit. So kind of looking forward, the next movie we are going to review, we have a week off, Johnny. So we are not going to... because. I mean, I, I, I'm trying to talk you into a Medea family funeral. I'm um, good. But I don't know if you want to see that. Medea is not really your style. My shtick. Um, but the next movie we will be seeing is Johnny, March 8th, Captain Marvel. So the next movie will be a Marvel movie. Expect that to be a long one because um, we're going to go into it and we're going to talk mm, about oh it. Oh, yeah. Um, so Captain Marvel's our next one. We also got Wonder Park, Dumbo, Shazam, Hellboy, and Avengers lined up. That's tentative schedule. I'll let you know after each one. The next movie that we're planning to see the next one is Captain Marvel. Let us know what you guys thought of How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, down below in the comment section. Make sure to also support us on Patreon. Make sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Also, make sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube, even if you're listening on a podcast service. Go over to iTunes, hit that sub button. It really helps us out. We're almost at 15,200 as I checked today. Let's see if we can get that up and up. Want to thank you guys for checking us out. Want to thank you guys for listening on YouTube. Want to thank you guys for listening on podcasters around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.